Welcome to the Gridiron Goodies Podcast, and welcome to the new year. I am your host, as always, Stephen Scott. On today's episode, I will recap the games from the Week 17 slate, I'll hold myself accountable as we do a little bet busting, and I'll wrap up with some playoff picture scenarios, all coming up on this week's episode of the full recap. Gone are the Thursday night and Monday night games as Family Night makes a return around mine and possibly millions of other households. Let's go ahead and take a look at all the games that made that a possibility. We'll start off, as usual, with my watchable games list from the preview. First up, we had the Cowboys' 20-19 victory over the Lions at home. We've all heard and seen the coverage of the two-point conversion controversy, so I'll spare you the details, but I will say this. This year has been the worst year for officiating as a whole by far. They are constantly inconsistent and have been seemingly the headline of a handful of games every single week. To be honest, this is exactly the reason I stopped betting on win props. These games should never come down to the opinions of the Zebras, and I feel like too many were this year. As for this game, I tend to think that Dan Campbell is a pretty honorable type of guy. If he said he went over this exact scenario with the refs in a pregame meeting, then I'll lean towards believing him. If this is true, then the refs clearly messed up, and this should be investigated to prevent any future occurrences. As for if that'll happen, most likely not, so I wouldn't hold your breath. Moving on, we had the Ravens absolutely diminishing the Dolphins 56-19, clinching the top seed in the AFC. Baltimore looks like a championship-winning team, and Lamar Jackson most likely will win MVP at this point. They've done a great job of dealing with injuries this year, and I think Harbaugh should get more buzz for Coach of the Year. Justice Hill played well in the absence of Keaton Mitchell, and Isaiah Likely filled in nicely for the hole left by Mark Andrews. This team is very well coached. As for the Dolphins, they're falling apart. Bradley Chubb is out for the season with a torn ACL, which occurred in a blowout game with less than three minutes left. Mike McDaniel has faced criticism for this decision, and he's stated that he already regrets it. But to be fair, his decisions would have been criticized regardless. They'd be called pansies that gave up if he pulled the starters, and more on coaching if he left them in and one got injured, as is the case here. Either way, their defensive line is now without both Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb for the remainder of their season, and their odds at hoisting the Lombardi Trophy are diminishing as a result. Moving on to the final game on our watchable games list, we had the Packers' 33-10 dismantling of the Vikings. Jordan Love played well and helped usher one of my fantasy teams into the championship title. Now Green Bay finds themselves in a similar situation as last season, as they are now in a win-and-in scenario against a cooked divisional rival. As for the Vikings, their season is likely over, and the Kirk Cousins situation in Minnesota became a little more intriguing, as all of their options at quarterback have been lacking to say the least. They should have an interesting offseason on the horizon. Let's go ahead and move on to my speed round. First up, we had C.J. Stroud and the Texans stomping their rival Titans into the ground, 26-3 at home. The Texans still have a shot at the playoffs, and the Titans head back to the drawing board. Moving on, we had the Bears beatdown against the Falcons, 37-17. Chicago looks much improved since the trade for Montez Sweat and the return of Justin Fields, and this game ended with the crowd echoing, We want Fields. This team definitely has a lot to build on, heading into this offseason. As for the Falcons, they've had zero cheers for their quarterbacks all season, and this has to be a top priority for this organization, with or without Arthur Smith's return. 
Up next, the Saints made things interesting in the NFC South with a 23-13 victory over the Bucks on the road. Both teams are now sitting at 8-8 eight and, eight and hold their fate in their hands next week. Bucks win and they're in. The Saints need to win and get a Bucks loss. Next up, we have the Bills' 27-21 victory over the Patriots. Josh Allen played well, and now the Bills are in position to take the AFC East title with a win next week against the Wounded Dolphins. Moving on, we had a massive upset as the Cardinals stuck it to the Eagles 35-31 on the road. James Conner scored a last-minute touchdown to go ahead and ultimately steal this win. The Cardinals have some solid pieces to build around on offense this offseason, but will definitely need to make some additions to that defense. For the Eagles, they seem to be spiraling out of control and don't seem like a real threat in the postseason anymore. Their defense can't stop the run or the pass, and the offense can't move the ball like they used to be able to do. Time is running out for this team to get it together, and I fear they may be set up for a quick out in the next few weeks. Up next, we had a one-sided kitty cat fight as the Jaguars destroyed the Panthers 26 to nothing. C.J. Beathard played well in the absence of Trevor Lawrence, and the Panthers did not. The Jaguars stay alive in the playoff race and may actually end up coming away with the divisional title after all. As for Carolina, there's only one more game left of this nonsense, so you can lean on that as you lock up the number one draft seed for another team. Moving on, we had the Colts' 23-20 victory over the Raiders at home. The Colts are now in a good spot to come away with the last seed in the AFC. Next up, we had the Rams squeaking by 26-25 against the Giants. Tyrod Taylor's two-point conversion gaffe has now handed the Rams a wildcard slot and Sean McVay deserves serious consideration for Coach of the Year. Moving on, we had the Niners' 27-10 victory over the Commanders. Christian McCaffrey injured his calf during this game and will sit out next week's match and should hopefully be back to full strength come the start of the playoffs. As for the Commies, Ron Rivera is likely to coach his last game next week as the team reshuffles for the offseason. Next up, we had the Steelers, who picked up the Seahawks and stuck them in the same boat destined for the offseason with a 30-23 victory. Up next, we had the Bengals throwing away an awesome upset against the Chiefs 25-17. Cincinnati played well and went up early, but couldn't manage to score any more after halftime. The Chiefs were able to chip away at the lead with a million Harrison Butker field goals, who ultimately scored the majority of the points. Bengals are now eliminated from the playoffs, and the Chiefs have won yet another AFC West title. Lastly, we had the Broncos' 16-9 victory over the Chargers at home. Jarrett Stidham played decently in Russell's benching, but both of these teams are packing it in. As will I, as this will wrap up our speed round. Let's go ahead and take a quick break right here. Welcome back. Now, I'll hold myself and the words I spout accountable as we do a little bet busting. For my straight five bets for the weekend, Warren and Mixon both scored, and Noah Brown and DK didn't. I went two for four with one voided ticket as Zay Jones was ruled out. For my parlay bets, I went 0 for two. Aaron Jones tanked the first one, and all the legs tanked the second one. Overall, I had an okay weekend betting and essentially broke even. Moving on, let's discuss some of the more fun playoff scenarios leading up to the next week. Let's start off with the AFC. Firstly, we have the Texans and the Colts, who, in an awesome twist of fate, actually play each other next week. Essentially, if the Jags lose next week, the winner of this game will take the division. 
I, personally, am pulling for the Texans. Next, Pittsburgh actually has a very slim chance of entering the postseason too, if they win next week and essentially every other AFC contender loses. It's possible, but not very probable. Plus, I don't want to see this team anymore this year. On the other side, the NFC is pretty well set. If the Packers win, they shut the door on the Vikings, and likewise for the Bucks and the Saints. And with that said, that'll do it for today's episode. I will return as usual for the preview on Friday. I hope you all have a great rest of the day, and I'll see you next time.